This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. You want the latest info. How's your lineup looking? It's not good. Who's hurt? Who's injured? Is listed as questionable. Questionable. What does that mean? No one knows what that means. Matchup breakdowns. First game today is too close to call. Oh. You need an edge to pound your opposition. Like if I start him and then he doesn't play, I literally have nothing in the bank. I have no backup. Fantasy expert Jeff Meller has it for you. I mean, they know if they're playing. They know. They should tell us. <laughs> How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. Right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN 1000. Good morning. It is week 10. It just uh, flies by, folks, as Mike Francesa would say. Week 10 here in the NFL season, and we are here with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. I am Jeff Meller. You can give us a call at 312-332-3776 if you've got a fantasy football dilemma. You can feel free to tweet me. I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R, and I will respond to those as well. But if you're new to the program, what we do here is give you all the latest fantasy football news that you need to be aware of, any breaking news regarding injury, any weather updates that you need to be aware of. That's what we're here for starting every Sunday morning, starting at 8 a.m. up until 9 a.m. when Fred Hubner and Steve Mongo McMichael take over for your Bears-Lions pregame. And what better place to start than the game that has the biggest breaking news lions bears first and ten stafford is deep he's got him for a touchdown galladay he beat hayward a 31 yard touchdown pass for the lead all right well it's never good when you get a late night adam schefter tweets around 1 a.m letting you know that matt stafford is being told by some not to play on sunday in Chicago on the lakefront because of a back injury. Well, you know what? It's even worse as we now have official news, at least for fantasy purposes. It's even news, even worse as Matthew Stafford has officially been ruled out, which means Jeff Driscoll is going to get the start for the Lions today. So for Bears fans, that is great news. And if you're headed over to the game, I'm informing you now that Matt Stafford is out for the Lions. So the Bears prospects take a huge leap up. Today, as they take on the Lions with Jeff Driscoll as quarterback, what does that mean? Well, look, Kennedy, Kenny Galladay, as you heard in that highlight, he's, for me, still a must-start. For the most part, you're probably not going to have three wide receivers who are better than him. I would say the ancillary players, though, now you're talking about your Marvin Jones, your TJ Hawkinsons. Uh, I'm a little bit more skittish about starting them at this point without Matthew Stafford under center for the Lions today, so... We will talk more about this as the show progresses. But again, the breaking news, Matthew Stafford will not start for the Lions, which is a huge impact on everybody here in Chicago as we anxiously await a Bears-Lions showdown. Seahawks, 49ers. Second down, wide open is Kittle. Kittle in the Chargers territory. Kittle, does he have the speed to get there? Kittle at the 10, 5, touchdown! What a play! All right, I jumped to the Monday night game with that highlight because I think that impacts a lot of people. And you may have been on the fence regarding George Kittle, but I'll say this. It was probably worth holding out if he was listed as questionable. He's been officially listed as doubtful, which for me, it's time to move on. You cannot wait and hold out hope that he's going to play because the Monday nighter obviously will leave you 
a little bit stressed if he does not go and with the doubtful designation that is never a good sign so if you're perhaps looking for if you want to hold out hope and there's really just nothing else available to you because there are six teams on bye. Jacob Hollister is somebody who is playing in the same game for the Seahawks who had a nice little week last week. If he's available on your waiver wire, might be worth snatching up if you want to try and hold out hope that Kittle plays. But again, he's listed as doubtful, so that is not encouraging if you're a fantasy football owner. George Kittle probably not going to go tomorrow night on Monday Night Football as the Seahawks take on the 49ers on ESPN. Vikings, Cowboys. In the backfield, Alexander Madison feeling in motion. They fake the give to Madison. Cousins for the end zone. Is it caught? Yes, and what a catch by Adam Thielen, and what a throw by Kirk Cousins. Dallas spreads him out a bit. They fake the run. The pass is caught. Cooper off to the races for the touchdown. Highlights courtesy of Fox there as the Vikings and Cowboys square off on Sunday Night Football tonight. Adam Thielen are already ruled out. Amari Cooper is expected to play per Adam Schefter today, so that is good news if you're a Cooper owner. You obviously must start him. As for the Adam Thielen injury, though, I think most people who have Adam Thielen were already concerned because of the way last week played out. Barely out there before he had to leave the game, so this is just... It makes it easy for you to go ahead and bench him now that he's officially out. What do you do with Kirk Cousins, though? Kirk Cousins had been riding high, playing really good football for the Vikings and for your fantasy team as well, for the most part. For me, against the Cowboys, at this point, Cousins, a fringe starter in fantasy. If you've got some decent alternatives, I'm probably looking their way because without Adam Thielen, I just don't trust trust Kirk Cousins the way I gen- generally would if uh, he were out there against a stiff defense that the Dallas Cowboys present. Dolphins, Colts. Colton shakes a tackle up the sideline, looking for the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. Highlight courtesy of CBS and, of course, Jacoby Brissett already ruled out, as is T.Y. Hilton, which means Brian Hoyer and Zach Pascal. Step into the forefront as possible plays, especially in deeper formats. I think Brian Hoyer against the Dolphins is somebody you can plug into your lineup. Again, six teams on by this week, so I know it gets a little bit tough to scrounge around sometimes, especially if you're playing in that super flex format and you need a second quarterback. Brian Hoyer is probably worth uh, plugging into your lineup today against the Dolphins in a good matchup at home. And we talked about it last week. Zach Pascal is the pass catcher you want in T.Y. Hilton's absence. And he was solid last week. He's not. He's probably not going to be somebody who is a... He's definitely not somebody who's a must-start for you. But Zach Pascal is somebody who I would say in PPR formats is intriguing and somebody who is in that wide receiver three area. So if your depth is being tested again in the one week where we have six teams on by this year, then I can understand Zach Pascal being a player that you uh, might want to turn to. Falcons, Saints. Great block at two. Saints go for it. Kamara down the sideline. What a throw. Another touchdown. Alvin Kamara will return, as you heard in that uh, Fox highlight there. Alvin Kamara returns for the Saints, as does Jared Cook, off the bye this week. So they take on the Falcons, who are a porous defense these days, a secondary that has been just decimated by injuries and in return has basically given 
any team they're playing all the fantasy points they want in a week-in, week-out basis this year. So for me, I mentioned Jared Cook. Obviously, Kamara is somebody who you were locking into your lineup, but Jared Cook is a tight end who has not played in a few weeks, and because he was on bye, might just be available on your waiver wire if you're looking for a solution there. Somebody worth considering in this sweet matchup for the Saints at home against the Falcons today. Ravens, Bengals. Trying to add to this three-point lead. Jackson hooks a pass. Handled. Touchdown! Marquise Brown going upstairs for the score. Shotgun snap to Dalton. Fakes a pass out to the left. Nice. Into the end zone. Nice. A leaping touchdown catch AJ. by A.J. Green as Andy Dalton put it up and let the six foot four inch receiver go up and get it for the touchdown. We will unpack the A.J. Green situation a bit later on, that highlight courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network. But prior to that, you heard the CBS call as Lamar Jackson tossed a touchdown to Marquise Hollywood Brown. Both are listed as questionable, but both are expected to play today. So that's good news for Lamar Jackson. Owners, if you were a little bit concerned, no reason to be. Marquise Hollywood Brown, where's he at at this point? You know, I was thinking about it, and for me, he is, especially the way the Ravens run their offense, Marquise Brown is somebody who is, for me, a wide receiver three because of the upside. I don't feel comfortable about using him if I'm if I'm looking for points that I need to count on because I think there's a hit, hit or miss, miss aspect for Marquise Brown right now in his rookie season. Now, if he hits, it could be a long touchdown and it makes your day. But I also think there's a decent chance in a week-in, week-out basis that, uh, you know, he gives you, you know, one for 16 and the Ravens in a matchup against the Bengals, you know, where they're ahead, you could see them just just milking the clock and trying to get out of there quickly because this is a game that looks like a mismatch for them on paper. So Marquise Brown is intriguing. And again, I'll say it, I'll probably say it all day today. The six teams on by make this a unique week because there's probably not as many options as you feel good about. But uh, Marquise Brown is expected to go for the Ravens with Lamar Jackson throwing him the pill. Chiefs, Titans. Fourth and nine. Chasing after him. Mahomes in trouble. Flings it across his body. And it's caught by Lowe. He He came back for it. And he's out of bounds at the 12. An amazing play by the Chiefs. I'm not sure anybody else, Aaron Rodgers maybe, in the National Football League can make this play. Oh, man. Tony Romo getting excited watching Patrick Mahomes, as we all do. Undeniable highlight on CBS. And that is... For fantasy purposes, probably the biggest news that we received on Friday. Patrick Mahomes will start for the Chiefs. Now, I saw some ideas that he might be limited, and the reality is I don't think any... It does, it's not in any team's benefit to go out there and let you know that, the, that Patrick Mahomes is going to go out there and be completely uninhibited. But logically, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, and you're tied to Patrick Mahomes for hopefully the next decade, at least, you're not going to go out there and risk your franchise player when you've been performing admirably with Matt Moore in his, repl- in his place. So if you just look at it, I'm not overly concerned about reports about Patrick Mahomes being limited today simply because if he's out there, 
he is a must start for me in fantasy football. No questions asked. Now, if, if he re-injures himself, that's football. There's nothing you can do. But if the Chiefs are confident enough to go ahead and start him, I'm not going to be cautious and play somebody else over Pat Mahomes when he is just clearly the best player in football and one of the best quarterbacks in fantasy football as well. So uh, if you're a Patrick Mahomes owner, no reluctance from me. Go ahead and start him without uh, question. All right, so 312-332-3776. There's all the latest injury news you probably need to be aware of. Uh, Again, if you're just joining us and you missed the top of the show, Matthew Stafford for the Lions is out the back injury that he's dealt with has cropped up on him, and he is not going to be able to go today against the Bears at Soldier Field. So, Lions and Bears, but no Matthew Stafford under center. Jeff Driscoll will get the call. And uh, if you're wondering who Jeff Driscoll is, you're not the only person. He's not somebody you want to start in fantasy football. The only question is how much will it affect your other Lions players, especially considering they're going up against what we here in Chicago think of as a good defense. The Bears, even though it maybe hasn't been as good the last couple weeks. So we'll talk more about that uh, as we go through calls. Again, 312-332-3776 if you want to join the show. Let's head on out to uh, one of our number one fans, Mike in Mount Prospect. Mike, you're on ESPN 1000. Good morning, man. Jeff, how are you, buddy? I'm a born and raised in Detroit, a diehard Lions fan. And when I heard about about what you just said, I'm sick. I also have, uh, you know, Marvin... Jones on one league and, and Galladay on this league. Ugh. But the question I've got, I've got a PPR. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Pascal, uh, who um, did 18.8 last uh, last week, he's at home against Miami. Tremendous uh, matchup. And uh, Hilton being out. The other is Crowder uh, against the Giants at home, whatever that means, since they both play there. Uh-huh. And, and Gallup uh, at home versus Minnesota. But I also got Galladay, so I don't know. Bristol. Come on, I don't even know. I'm, I'm a Lions fan. Yeah, I know. It's it's a Mike. So, do you need two of those? Uh, yeah, I need four? Two, uh, two, two of those. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. it's tough because Galladay's clearly the most talented player, and it feels like if Detroit's going to move the ball at all, you know, they're going yeah. to have to rely on Galladay to make some plays. But yeah, actually, I need three of those four. Three of those four. Okay, Galladay. all right. So, yeah, then in that case, Galladay for me is a, is a definite yeah. start. Yeah, I agree. I agree. In 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 and you know what, Mike? In the PPR scoring, I'm going to use Pascal and Crowder. I just think it's weird, and, and we can talk about PPR scoring and whether or not it's a great idea these days with the way offenses throw so prolifically. But for me, Pascal and Crowder are your top targets in both those offenses. Where Michael Gallup, right. you know, sure, he's uh, if he scores a long touchdown, then the day's made. But you know, with uh, with Cooper there and with them, you know, featuring Elliott so so much, so much. I'm going to use Pascal and Crowder just because of the PPR scoring, Mike. Well, that's who I've got in my lineup right now, so we're on the same page. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, Mike. Well, yeah, let's hope we win. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's hope the Bears take advantage of your Lions without Matthew Stafford today. Uh, let's try Andy in Hazelcrest has a defensive related question. What's up, Andy? Yeah, it's actually Eddie, but that's okay. No problem. Thanks for taking my call. Um, yeah, my defensive question is uh, the Pittsburgh's defense or um, Buffalo's defense. I got a Cooper Cup as my starting receiver against that Pittsburgh's defense, but I'm not definitely taking him out. So I sure. think defense question. Uh, all right. So, uh, Eddie, I would say this, that the Steelers' defense, while they've been better, 
certainly since the acquisition of Minka Fitzpatrick. The Buffalo Bills are one of the best defenses in football. And with the Cleveland Browns as their opponent today, Baker Mayfield has shown a propensity to uh, throw some picks. And when I'm looking at when I'm in between middle-tier defenses, the way I like to approach it is I'm looking at the quarterback on the other side of the ball and who's more likely to turn the ball over for me, who is going to hold on to the ball and potentially create some sack opportunities and forced fumble opportunities. And to me, Baker Mayfield is a, a much better choice versus uh, Jared Goff, who the Steelers are going up against today. So it's a pretty easy one for me, Eddie. I would go ahead and use the Buffalo Bills defense today over the Steelers. Let's try John, who's in Fox Lake with a quarterback dilemma. Hey, John. Morning, Jeff. Uh, Deshaun Watson's off this week, so I need one of these two quarterbacks. Uh, Kirk Cousins is at the Cowboys, and Josh Allen is at the Browns. Yeah, you know, and I talked about it a little bit earlier. I will say, even though I'm not in love with Cousins today without Adam Thielen, I still would use him over Josh Allen. I just don't, on a week-in and week-out basis, Josh Allen, his accuracy as a passer leaves quite a bit to be desired. And as a runner, he's got a you know a nice floor for you. But the reality is I think Kirk Cousins has a, a much better chance of uh, giving you a big fantasy day, whereas Josh Allen tends to be in that mediocre area where you're just kind of hoping to get by. So unless you're looking for like you know a, a really safe floor, which Josh Allen can maybe give you with some of those running yards. John, I would use Kirk Cousins today. Thanks, Jeff. No problem. All right, let's try Tony, who's in Shorewood. Good morning, hey, Tony. Doing, What's up? How you doing, Jeff? Uh, I have Kittles, so obviously I have, I've got to come up with another option. I heard your comments about Hollister, um, but I can pick up um, O.J. Howard, Doyle, Ebron, or Gusecki. I just need one of those tight ends. All right, Tony. So you're throwing a lot of tight ends at me here. And, yeah, yeah. so in, the, in that case, you know, like I said, I, Hollister, I would not not uh, not on the table for you because you've got a lot of great uh, – a lot of other options out there sure. who stand out for me. And it, that was more – you know, when we – it seemed like there was a better chance of Kittle playing. But in that situation, it's almost like you'd be selecting Hollister anyway. Of the options yeah. that you presented to me uh, – it's, I don't know. It's, I just can't quit O.J. Howard. And against the Arizona Cardinals secondary, for me, he's somebody who, of those guys, I like the most. And Jack Doyle, Eric Ebron, look, you can flip a coin. Is it Whose turn sure. is it this week to have, you know, to score the touchdown? Again, with Hoyer under center, it's not great for either of them either. So I would go ahead and use O.J. Howard in that situation, Tony, hoping that uh, against the Arizona Cardinals secondary, he has the most upside for you to make a difference. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. All right, Tony. Tony drops up, which uh, leaves a line open for you. 312-332-3776. That's how uh, our man Dave in Elkhorn, Wisconsin got in. Dave, good morning. What's up? Hey, Jeff. How are you doing this morning? I got a quarterback question here. I need to start one of three. I've got Garoppolo against Seattle, Winston against Arizona, and Goff against Pittsburgh. And if you don't mind, you mentioned a Buffalo D. I have Buffalo and Cleveland. Who would you play of that defense, those two defenses yeah, against each other? Sure. So uh, I, I would still use Buffalo over the Cleveland Browns D. Again, I think the Bills are just much more sound under Sean McDermott these days as a defense. And then as far as your quarterback goes, you know what? Look. He's not a great real-life quarterback, but uh, Jameis Winston against the Cardinals secondary today is a very enticing matchup. Now, 
Jimmy Garoppolo looked looked great last Thursday when they uh, put it on the Cardinals. So Jameis Winston has that matchup himself, which is perfect because you know, look, you know, the 49ers want to run the ball, and even though Garoppolo had that big, big week, I don't think you can necessarily count on them wanting to throw the ball as much as they did last Thursday. So I would say I'm going to go ahead and use Jameis Winston. I just think the way their offense functions, he is going to have the the best chance for a big day for you, Dave. Jared Goff right now for me, not even in the conversation. I just don't like the way the Rams offense is running these days. And uh, of the other two, I, I can't really trust Jared Goff right now until I see more from him as opposed to uh, – what he's given you the over look, look there was I saw a stat that actually over the last 16 games and this includes the playoffs Dave over the last 16 games Mitchell Trubisky has actually thrown more touchdowns than Jared Goff and I think if you observe the Bears like we do closely here in Chicago that tells you all oh, yeah. you need to know about just how far Jared Goff has fallen these days so for me if uh, you're a fantasy owner of Jared Goff you, you look for other options right now until the Rams look like they get right because they're not the same team that they were in the first half of last season. I would go ahead and use Jameis Winston, Dave. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good weekend. You too. All right. Fantasy Football Frenzy every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. I am Jeff Meller. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at Jeff underscore, uh, Jeff underscore Meller, M-E-L-L-E-R if you want to get through that way. Or, again, feel free to give us a call, 312-332-3776. Let's try TJ, who's in the city. What's up, TJ? What's up, guys? How's it going? Good morning, good morning. All right, I have a flex PPR question. Jamison Crowder, Josh Reynolds, because there's no Cooks, Vance McDonald, maybe, because no Connor, or Miles Gaskin makes his debut for Dolphins running back. Yes, uh, yeah, let's stay away from Gaskins. The, 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 I, I mean, look, the, 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 uh, the Dolphins are, look, they're a little more interesting as if when you look at fantasy players with Fitzpatrick under center, and yet still the yeah. running game is not anything I want a part of right now. So I, before using Gaskids, I with any confidence, I'm waiting to see what they do with Just him for a week. Yeah, especially All when, right. look, uh, Jamison Crowder to me is a pretty safe play in PPR formats, especially against the Giants this week. So I would use Crowder, and it's, uh, it's not really close for me, Teej. Okay, thank you. Talk All right, you, you too. Again, 312-332-3776 if you want to participate. If you've got a fantasy football question, we'll answer it here on ESPN 1000. We do it every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. And again, if you're just joining us, you missed at the top of the show, Matthew Stafford is out for the Lions. So if you're headed to the Bears game, you get to watch Jeff Driscoll play quarterback for the Lions, which is good news for all the Bears fans out there. All right, I mentioned it earlier. A.J. Green. It's been a difficult season as an A.J. Green owner. What do you do? We discuss next right here on Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. Welcome back to Fantasy Football Frenzy here on ESPN 1000. I'm Jeff Meller. We're here every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. We take you up to 9 a.m. when Fred Hubner and Steve Mongo McMichael take over to get you set for all the Bears and Lions info that you need. Today, they're up at Pauly's in Aurora. So if you're in the area and you're uh, looking for a place to get you set for Bears and Lions, there's no better place to go. Pauly's in Aurora. Fred and Mongo out there today. So stop on by and say hello. And as you heard in the update there, Matthew Stafford is not going to play as doctors have put the kibosh on that. I guess 
a broken bone in the back will do that for you. So uh, his string of 136 consecutive starts will snap today at Soldier Field as Jeff Driscoll will be at the helm for the Lions. And we were just uh, batting around here in the break. Eric Ostrowski, Tyler Aki, and myself. Where does Jeff Driscoll fall in quarterback power rankings of guys named Jeff? And based off of uh, no real research, just a quick back and forth for for thirty seconds, we came to the conclusion that the conclusion that uh, he's at least behind Jeff George, Jeff Garcia, Jeff Blake, and Jeff Hostetler. So he's no better than fifth in the Jeff quarterback rankings. And um, he's a prob- He's probably a lot farther down than that, Eric. If but we it's, really, it's good to be on a list in general. Yeah. So be so happy, Jeff. The uh, yes, he's above Jeff Meller in the quarterback power rankings. For now. So For yes, now. I still have a little bit. Of, maybe if I if I finally uh, go back to college, I do have the, uh, the some football eligibility, eligibility remaining. Right. Maybe I can go ahead and uh, find myself drafted. But probably not. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, since you know what we're on the theme. Uh, I'm going to put uh, Jeff in River Grove to the front of the line. He has a question. What's up, Jeff? Good morning. I have. I need to play two out of four in a um, PPR league. I have Nixon, Williams, and Casey, Ballard, and Kareem Hunt. All right, Jeff. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Damien Williams is the clear-cut no-brainer of the four for me, especially the way he was used last week. LaShawn McCoy, since he fumbled two weeks ago, the usage has really not been the same, and the long touchdown run for Damian Williams makes it pretty easy to start him, and especially in PPR where he uh, sees a boost in value. I would go ahead and, Jeff, I personally would use Mixon this week. Kareem Hunt is interesting, no doubt, he, as he returns for the Browns from his eight-week suspension. He's interesting to me, but without really knowing how they're going to use him, I would not want to use him above Joe Mixon, who... You know the workload, at least the touches. He's prob- Joe Mixon, if he's out there and healthy, he's going to see 15 touches minimum, even if it's not very productive in terms of scoring for the Bengals. You feel there's some safety there. If you want to you know, swing for the fences, Kareem Hunt would be the play. But I, I, can't, I would not use him until I see how the Browns are going to use him with Nick Chubb in the backfield. Make sense? Thank you, sir. All right. No problem. All right. I did mention uh, as we went to break, A.J. Green, how are you handling him? Look, if you really need a roster spot and A.J. Green's just been riding the pine for you all season long and you've been hoping for that big return, if you really are hard-pressed for a roster spot, I'm going to say I would go ahead and I'd still look for other places where you can maybe make a move. But. If you really need the roster spot, it's we're trending in the direction where A.J. Green may not play for the Bengals this season. That's certainly a possibility as the ankle injury has been an issue. And now you have to wonder with a winless team and a man who is going to be a free agent at the end of the year, he's probably asking himself, do I really want to put my body through this as I enter free agency for a team that is really not going to be competitive. So I think it is in play at this point that A.J. Green does not play for the Bengals this year. Now, there's, you know, it's just reading the tea leaves, but I think it's definitely a possibility. And if you're hard-pressed for a roster spot, I could co-sign releasing A.J. Green if you really need the spot, especially, again, in this uh, week where six teams are on by. All right, let's uh, head on out to Wonder Lake, where Joe resides. What's up, Joe? Morning, Jeff. I got a flex question and a one-point PPR. I got Metcalf for the uh, Seahawks at the 49ers. 
And I got Mark Andrews, the tight end uh, from the Ravens at the Vandals. All right, Joe. So clearly the the real question is because of the matchup for the Seahawks against a very tough 49ers defense. But look, DK Metcalf has really shown he is the 1A to Tyler, Tyler Lockett's you know, one out there for the Seahawks. And I think DK Metcalf, his physical ability is somebody who, you know, Russell Wilson can look to near the goal line. He showed you that a couple weeks ago when he had a couple of short scores inside the 10. I believe both passes were like, you know, less than eight yards. So DK Metcalf is clearly becoming a bigger focal point in the Seahawks offense. Mark Andrews will make a play from time to time with Lamar Jackson. And so you can't ignore that. But he's hard to count on. The reality is they actually have four tight ends on their roster that get uh, that see uh, snaps. And there's there's Mark Andrews is not an extremely consistent player. He has a lot of drops as well. He hasn't played as well of late as he was in the early part of the season. And so for me, it's pretty easy, Joe. I would ride DK Metcalf. And I think the possibility for DK Metcalf really becoming a superstar in this league is on the table. And as the season progresses, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he becomes a bigger focal point in their offense. Now, Josh Gordon was signed by the Seahawks as well. I'm not overly concerned about Josh Gordon taking away from either Metcalf or Lockett. Sure, he may may score a touchdown from time to time, but the reality is he has not been the player that was so dynamic in 2013 for a long, long time. So uh, Josh Gordon should not put any fear if you're a Metcalf or Lockett owner. Let's try Ron, who is in Schaumburg. What's up, Ron? Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, standard format. Hello? I'm here, Ron. Go ahead. Standard uh, format. I, uh, I've got three. I need two. Levon Bell. Last I heard, he was questionable. That's why I'm kind of wondering. Okay. Jamal Williams from Green Bay mm-hmm. and Devontae Friedman from Atlanta. Sure, Ryan. Okay, so Le'Veon Bell has declared himself yesterday on social media that he is going to play. So no reason to concern yourself about him. He's a must start for you against the Giants today. And then Devontae Freeman versus Jamal Williams. I will admit that uh, Jamal Williams, the touchdowns have been coming fast and furious kind of surprising because he was never thought of as a great pass catcher but he's really shown that he's 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 a pretty he's somebody that Rodgers can rely on in the passing game but what I'll say is this Devontae Freeman for me versus Jamal Williams I'm going with the guy who is the clear-cut number one running back who you know we say this week in and week out that volume is king in fantasy football and Devontae Freeman I feel much safer about him going for you know 15 to 20 touches, whereas Jamal Williams, he's probably going to hit 10, but anything more than that would be a bonus, and I don't think you can count on a guy scoring a touchdown week in and week out. So, Ron, I'm going to say I would use Bell and Freeman. Jamal Williams, he's just he's not even the number one option for the Packers with Aaron Jones there. It's uh, it's cl- it's not quite a split backfield because Aaron Jones does have more, more uh, snaps on a week in and week out basis, but it's more like a 60-40 split, and Jamal Williams has been very productive in the passing game, which has helped, but uh, still not somebody that uh, I would use over Devontae Freeman this week. Let's try Dave, who's in Chicago. Good morning, Dave. You're on ESPN 1000. Hey, good morning. How are you doing? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, quick question, because I just heard about Stafford. So PPR League, this is my third receiver, uh, Metcalf versus Galladay. Yeah, Dave, uh, I would go ahead and use DK Metcalf in this, this situation. Galladay, 
Very talented player, but with Jeff Driscoll throwing the ball to him this week, I'm a little bit concerned. And I really like what I've seen from Metcalf over the last five to six weeks. He's really become a bigger part of their offense. So uh, with, with Driscoll under center for the Lions, it's a, it's a pretty easy call for me. I personally would use DK Metcalf. Nikki's in Joliet. Hey, Nikki, what's up? Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, Nick. Hey, uh, so I had a quick question. So I was going to start the 49ers defense, but then I hear uh, Matt Stafford's going to be out, so now I'm torn between the Bears or the 49ers. Yeah, for me, I would not even think twice. I'd go ahead and use the Bears. Again, That's you know, you have to – I mentioned this earlier in the show. Generally, when I'm making a decision between defenses, the biggest thing I look at is the quarterback on the other side of the ball and just how prone they might be to turnovers. And – on one side, you're giving me Russell Wilson, who has thrown one interception all season and is on one hell of a heater with 22 touchdown passes, including five last week. Or Jeff Driscoll, who we've already discussed, is uh, barely in our top five Jeff quarterbacks of all time. So I would say that's a pretty easy call. Go ahead and use the Bears defense because uh, Jeff Driscoll, man, don't even think twice. Let's try Patrick, who's in Crown Point, Indiana. What's up, Patrick? Hey, Jeff, thanks for the uh, call. Hey, I got a uh, running back question. Full PPR, Chris Carson, Nick Chubb, Devin Singletary, or Jamal Williams? Two out of four. All right, Patrick. Well, I would say I'm going to use Carson and Chubb. Uh, I know it's a tough matchup against the Niners, but you got to like the way the Seahawks use Carson. Chubb's a lock. You cannot not use him. He's just such a big part of their offense. Now, next week, we might t- we might change our tone just a little bit. If we see that they really want to use Kareem Hunt in their offense to the point where he, he's a featured back. But I'm not – look, I think Chubb is a more – from what we've seen, Chubb is, is somebody who needs to get the ball. He needs 15-plus touches a week. So I think, if anything, Kareem Hunt is more likely to be the guy who is, you know, the secondary running back in that, in that backfield. So they may go – you know what? What we may see with the struggles they've had, we may see a team that really does go run heavy and relies on Chubb and – Kareem Hunt's giving you a one-two punch and kind of keeping each back fresh whenever possible. But I think ultimately Chubb is a must-start for any owner out there. Don't yet concern yourself about Kareem Hunt taking away too many touches because Chubb is just too good a player to worry about Kareem Hunt. But I will say, next week we, we're going to reevaluate after what we've seen on, on film, and we may say, yeah, Kareem Hunt is truly somebody who needs to be started in, we, in leagues, but I don't foresee a scenario where we will ever say Nick Chubb is not somebody who should be started. So let's try, uh, let's squeeze in one more before we take a quick timeout. Let's try Kevin, who's in Lombard. What's up, Kev? Good morning, Jeff. Quick question. I've been holding on to Chris Herndon in week five um, as a tight end. Don't have any other stellar tight ends. I'm trying to figure out whether Keith start him today or drop him and go with uh, Vance McDonald, TJ Hawkinson, or um, Gasecki, Mike Gasecki, right, Kev? That's right, Mike Gusecki, yeah. Yeah, so I'll tell you what. You've, you, you've, you've held on since week five, and so that is already you've, you've invested your time. And the other options you're, you're, you're throwing out there, you know, and, and in some ways, just like I talked about, who's, you know, when you're choosing between defenses, what the opposing quarterback is, it's kind of the same thing with tight ends and who their quarterback is. And, and the other options that you offered up, none of them has a stud 
throwing them the ball, especially now with uh, Jeff Driscoll under center for TJ Hawkinson. So I would say I would Chris Herndon's going to play this week. You've you've waited on him for this long. I'd say go ahead and trot him out there this week and see what he uh, gives you because when he was playing for the Jets last year, he was a productive player, especially the second half of the season. So I think Chris Herndon is worth starting this week and um, don't go with the other guys just because I don't love the, the quarterback throwing them the ball this week. All right. So we've given you the Matthew Stafford news that he is out for the Lions today, which means Jeff Trisk- Driscoll is starting for the Lions. We've got some news for the Bears that happened yesterday that you may have missed if you were locked into your college football bunker. Tell you who was released next, right here on ESPN 1000. Teams are not playing this week. Week 10, the Denver Broncos, the New England Patriots, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Washington Redskins, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans. If you've left any players from those teams in your lineup for the previous week, get them out of your starting lineup now. The following has been a public service announcement from Fantasy Football Frenzy, exclusively on ESPN 1000. Welcome back. I am Jeff Meller. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. We take you up till 9 when Fred Hubner and Steve Mongo McMichael take take over to get you set for Bears pregame action, Chicago's NFL game day. Today, they're out at Pauly's in Aurora. So if you're in the Aurora area, stop on by and say hello to Fred and Mongo as they get you set for Bears and Lions on the lakefront. And if you're just joining us, you missed out on the fact that The breaking news, Matthew Stafford is out. Matthew Stafford is not playing for the Lions today, which means Jeff Driscoll is your starting quarterback for Detroit. And that lines up well for the Bears defense and the Bears team as a whole. They may not need a lot of points to win today's game, and hopefully they can get a win. I mentioned earlier, if you missed it, Mike Davis was officially released yesterday. So, David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen... The backfield is all yours to do what it, with it, will you, which, what you will. So enjoy that. I know it's been tough for fantasy owners out there, but uh, that is a bit of a boost, I'd say, for David Montgomery because he is the unquestioned featured back going forward, I think. And uh, Mike Davis seemed like a good dude, but uh, just wasn't getting the ball, wasn't productive enough. And this, and this makes the Bears eligible again for a potential compensatory pick. Could be a fourth rounder. We won't know until the end of the season, but uh, it was a move that needed to be made for a team that sorely lacks some draft capital. This is your two-minute warning. Two-minute warning. All right, Eric Ostrowski will fire a few last-minute questions at me. And again, if uh, you did not get in, reach out on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. If you get them to me by 11 a.m., I'll usually be able to answer them before kickoff today. All right, Jeremy Kwiatkowski on Twitter got out to us. PPR uh, for his flex position, Allen Robinson or Talvin Coleman? I would use Coleman. All right, uh, Max in South Holland. Uh, PPR, he needs three of these. So Stefan Diggs, Allen Robinson, Pascal, Devontae Freeman, or Galladay. All right, so uh, Max, let's use Diggs, Allen Robinson, and I would, I would still use Freeman over Pascal in the PPR format. 
All right, Adam Lane on Twitter. He needs, what is it? He needs three of these. So Juju Smith, OBJ, Marvin Jones Jr., Singletary, or Samuels? Let's uh, kick out Samuels and not Singletary. Who was the name you said before Singletary? Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, let's, let's kick out Jones because, again, Driscoll under center. All right, would you go, Joe is asking, would you go Rodgers or Breeze this week? Yeah, so that is, it's it's great position to be in, Joe, because I have Drew Breeze as my third-ranked quarterback this week. I have Aaron Rodgers as my fourth-ranked quarterback this week. You got to use Drew Breeze against that Atlanta Falcons secondary because they are just atrocious. All right, Nick, this is a PPR question. Lamar Hunt or Latavius Murray? So uh, I believe you meant Kareem Hunt. Yes. But, yeah, <laughs> Lamar, I, I, Lamar Hunt, the uh, <laughs> Chiefs owner, uh, the Lamar Hunt trophy for the AFC champions. Yes. Um, Nick, I would go ahead and use, I would use Kareem Hunt this week. Latavius Murray has kind of carved out a role for him, but with Kamara back, not sure exactly what he's going to see out there. And uh, Kareem Hunt in a PPR format, that plays right to his skill set. So, Nick, I would go ahead and use Kareem Hunt. All right, that is going to do it for us. But again, uh, thank you for listening. I am Jeff Meller here with you every Sunday morning starting at 8 a.m. Don't go anywhere, though, because Fred Hubner, Steve Mongo McMichael have Chicago's NFL game day coming up next again, live from Pauly's in Aurora, where they get you set for Bears and Lions, a Lions team without Matthew Stafford playing today as Jeff Driscoll gets the start. Thanks for listening, folks. Talk to you later on ESPN 1000.